as we near the end of 2022, you might be feeling like you're ending a big marathon of deconstruction from the last several years. And you might be sort of feeling raw and wondering, oh my gosh, is there another marathon coming in 2023? Can I really have the energy for this? Well, today's guest, Hillary Harley, you might remember her. She's our beautiful astrologer who came on for 2022 at the beginning of the year to give us a preview of what was going to be happening. Well, she's back now to give us a preview of 2023. And I got to say, it's actually encouraging. I'm feeling like my hope might be actually doubled as we approach 2023. Maybe this year, maybe this year will be the year that we decide to come together, to come together right now in love. Tune in to find out more. Soul Nectar Show. The Soul Nectar Show. You're invited, delighted to discover who you are. Anything is possible if you believe. So join us on this beautiful journey. Soul Nectar Show. Soul Nectar Show. Before we start this episode, I, Carrie Hummingbird, and I, Akeem Sami, want you to know that you are invited. You're invited to, to join, join Soul Nectar Tribe. If you like what you hear on Soul Nectar Show, you will love being in person with us in Soul Nectar Tribe. We invite you to check it out. First 30 days is free. Right now, go to CarrieHummingbird.com. K-E-R-R-I hummingbird.com forward slash membership and sign up. We'll, we'll see you at our next tribe gathering. And now on to the show. Well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is bigger than us, the great mystery beyond the veil and all those synchronistic moments that lead us to the next truth and the next truth and the next truth and the next step and the next step. And it's just a glorious journey. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird. And gosh, you know, we're nearing the end of 2022. We only have a couple of weeks left and we're heading into 2023. And I know that everybody's like, what? in the heck is coming in 2023. Does anybody feel excited or do you feel trepidatious? Like, oh man, this last few years, what new torture is coming around the bend? But I feel like we're in this big cycle. And from what I understand, we're going to be entering into a whole new phase on earth about 2027. So all of this, what you're experiencing every single year leading up to 2027 is actually preparing us for what's coming next. And I think what's coming next is, you know, if you look at the Gene Keys material from Richard Rudd, what's coming next is, you know, transparent humanity is integrity, love, support, psychic connection, reconnection to all that is, no more separation. Like we're moving into this understanding of ourselves as connected to all that is. And so in order to get back to that place of understanding, we've got to clear all the other stuff that's been going on for thousands of years. And that takes some time. All that separation complex, the reaction, the shadows in the reptilian brain and the limbic brain and and the untruths that we tell ourselves and then we tell others. But if you say it long enough, maybe it's true. If you just keep repeating it over and over and over again, maybe it's true. All those things are like being exposed and it's super awkward and uncomfortable for the ego. 
And so that's why maybe it's uncomfortable for us to go through that part of us that's that's part of that programming is like being exposed and eliminated this piece by piece, those programs. And we're opening up to something far better, you know, this beautiful transparency of the of the new earth, this love, this con- connection, this compassion, this understanding. I'm just like, wow, that's worth it, right? So let's just take that. Let's breathe that in. That's what's coming. So we can get through another year of preparation for it. And today we have with us Hillary Harley. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. Oh my gosh, you guys have heard Hillary before because I'm pretty sure I had Hillary back in last year at this time to say, hey, what the heck is coming this year? And boy, it was accurate. So <laughs> I said, can you please come back on for my audience and share what's going to be happening in 2023? Because we're only, I mean, I can speak for myself, Hillary. 2022 has been pretty challenging. And yeah. Yeah. And we're heading yeah. into another year, right? Of this kind of challenge. It's altogether different 2023. It's one year overlaps the other. The tail end of 22 is going to make way into 23. So there's a little bit of carryover, but there is a sea change coming in March. So I really want to talk about the beginning of the year. January gets off to a super slow start. So right now, Mars, which I call motivating Mars, it's the planet of action. It's the kick in the pants that gets everybody out of bed in the morning. And it has been retrograde since the 1st of November. So it went retrograde on Halloween. It was like the big trick of Halloween. And it's been in the sign of Gemini since August. And because of the retrograde cycle, it's going to be in Gemini for till mid-March, which is super protracted. Normally, Mars is in a sign for two months, but it's going to be in Gemini about communication, siblings, short distance transportation, cars, trains, buses. So, you know, right now they're talking about the train transportation in Congress. That's been really fought over. A lot of stuff with siblings, uh, neighbors, community, tribe, you know, who are the people closest to you that are around you. All of that is at the forefront right now. But communication, how we think and how we speak is really, there can be some tangles and snafus. So, If you're thinking, you know, Mars rules action. So any kind of technology devices, if you can hold off until the end of January or even better, all the President's Day sales that come in February, that's the time to buy major big ticket items, houses, cars, um, appliances, signing significant deals or contracts later in January is better. December, it's okay energy. It's not the worst. We're in Sagittarius energy, which is about truth and honesty. And while Mars is retrograde, all the other planets are pretty much pushing forward. 
And Jupiter, which rules Sagittarius, is wonderful. It's about abundance, expansion, growth. Jupiter's the Santa Claus Zodiac. So this is about learning and seeking and truth-telling. So we talk about telling the truth around Christmas time and the holidays, and that's part of the reason why. It's the season of light So and enlightenment. So December's pretty pretty good, other than this Mars retrograde in Gemini, until the very end of the month, uh, December 28th, Mercury, which rules communication, it's the ruler of Gemini, turns retrograde. So we enter 2023 with these two interior planets, which are immediate. We feel the immediate effects of them. So Mercury rules communication. It, I call it messenger Mercury. And combined with Mars retrograde in the sign of communication Gemini, we have a super slow start to the year. It's very deliberate, very cautious. This is not negative, but if you think it's winter time, what do we do in winter? We focus internally. We deep dive. And with retrograde energy, you still can be productive, but you want to focus on the RE words, especially from Christmas time through Martin Luther King weekend until these planets push forward again. So RE words, rest, review, restore, research. It's a great time to do your homework about products that you do want to buy trips that you want to plan, retreat. It's a great time to go on a retreat or to retreat from the world and sort of hibernate and snuggle. Any RE word that you can think of, review, renovate. So that's how 2023 begins. And then MLK weekend in January Mars will be direct by then. Mercury, messenger Mercury will be going direct. And then the kickstart, the giant kick in the pants, Uranus. Some people call it Uranus. I call it Uranus. Uranus is the change agent, the great awakener. And it rules earthquakes and lightning. And that pushes forward the Saturday of MLK weekend. So January 21, 22. Then we're in major go time from MLK weekend all the way into mid-April. Every single planet will be direct motion. So as you begin your new year, you know, normally we talk about signing up for the gym or making New Year's resolutions and setting intentions. I would encourage you to really use those first two and a half weeks of January for contemplation, meditation, reflection, review, rest, all of those RE words and craft your intentions. Really think about what you want. And then on MLK weekend and after that next new moon cycle at the end of January is a time to go for it and really set fire and and push forward 
with all of those intentions. That's the time to sign the significant documents, make big purchases, book the travel plans. It's the time to set your intentions and make and implement and execute all of the things you've been thinking about through the Christmas season. Then February is actually a pretty calm month. It's still, we're still in this forward thrust motion. That's the month of Aquarius. So thinking about different strategies, Aquarius sun and new moon is about different, alternative, non-mainstream. It's about technology. So it's very much the humanitarian reaching across what divides us, and it's the sign of brotherly and sisterly love. So extending ourselves in a way, trying what we have not tried before. March, we get into some really interesting territory. So it is a big month of shifts. And Saturn, most notably, uh, the two heavy hitters, Saturn and Pluto, are the two heavy hitters of the Zodiac. Saturn rules Dharma and Karma. I call it Taskmaster Saturn. It really holds us to account wherever it is in our natal birth chart or wherever it is passing through. Saturn is about current events. So, for example, if it, if Saturn in the sky is passing through your fourth house in your chart, there's going to be a focus on home, family, food, mom, how you nurture, how you nurture other people. It's about real estate, ancestors, our nation, the nation of our birth, our homeland. So all of these things become present. That's just an example. So it's really important to look at where Saturn is in your chart because the beginning of March, it is going to shift into Pisces. And this is the final sign of the Zodiac. Saturn has not been in Pisces since 1995. It, it exited and moved into Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. So you think about where you were 30 years ago. I just was pregnant with my first child and having my first Saturn return. And nothing says you are mature like Saturn, (laughs) your Saturn return, and having a newborn. So this is what I mean by it holds you to account and it's the responsibility and the responsible sign and planet. Um, Saturn rules Capricorn, which is all about honor, integrity, responsibility. So it's doing the thing and being a stand-up guy or gal in whatever sector of your life where it's showing up. And that's going to be all of March that you're going to have the Saturn influence all of March? Well, Saturn shifts from Aquarius, where it's been for the last two and a half years, into Pisces, where it's going to be for the next two and a half years. It takes two and a half years for Saturn to move through a sign. 
So since 2018, Saturn has been in Aquarius, which is about technology, radical rebellion. You think about all the things that are going on in current events. It's about, you know, especially with Elon Musk and technology and Twitter and social media, all of that has really come to the fore and how we deal with social and media. our integrity with your social media and how we know what's true and what's not true and how we communicate and do we block people because we're so sick of them. We just ghost and all that kind of stuff. Right. So like that's been the Aquarius right. influence and like testing our integrity around how we communicate with others. Exactly. And yet there can be significant breakthroughs with Aquarian energy. So I just was reading about a new Alzheimer drug and they think it might actually hold, if not the cure, a major reduction in adverse impacts and effects of Alzheimer's. So lots of breakthroughs with uh, Saturn in Aquarius. But beginning in March, where Saturn is leaving the sign of different alternative invention, radical innovation, technology, groups, networking, and it's moving into the final sign, Pisces, from the beginning of March 2023 all the way into 2025, so two and a half years, Pisces is water, musical, music, the mystical sign. It is spirituality. Oh, yay. This is good for me. Yep. Soul. It's, yeah. Now, it, it, for anybody. Yep. Our line of work, it's really wonderful because it is incredibly soulful energy. It's about charities, the nonprofit sector. So helping those who can't get out of their own way the downtrodden, the despairing, anybody struggling with addiction is really going, you know, Saturn, just because it's in Pisces doesn't mean it's, it doesn't hold you to account. It's going to say it's time to clean up your act and come to terms with your addiction. And addiction doesn't have to be drug and alcohol, although Pisces rules that. It can be any kind of addiction. It is selfless energy, not selfish energy. Oh, goodness. So so Pisces is going to be coming in with Saturn and is going to be helping all those people, for example, who have the shadow of selfishness in their gene keys chart, for example. It's going to be like, oh, highlighting like this is really selfish behavior. This is really self-focused. And before we got on the call, we were talking about the millennials (laughs) <laughs> and my, my, I've had a few recent interactions where I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of, there really is a lot of selfish. I wasn't even thinking about it or no, I, I didn't even have an opinion. And then I started seeing these millennials and I was like, wow, they really, some of them really are kind of selfish. So that energy is going to come through that and maybe help uplift or mature. It definitely. That group so, of people on our planet. Yes, because the millennials, you think about when they were born, they were born, I have millennial children as well, and they were born when Saturn was in Pisces. Two, you know, there's a two and a half oh, year. So they're okay. returning, they're returning to the Pisces now. The reminder of you came in to be selfless because that is like the shadow of selfishness at the highest frequency is selflessness. 
And the middle ground is altruism. It's like being concerned about other people more than yourself. Like, you know, taking care of yourself, but also taking into account other people, like not just stomping through the China shop like a big bull, but like (laughs) taking a moment to go, huh, I wonder what impact this might have if I take this action or say these things, right? So that's good. Actually, a good medicine for me too, as a as a messenger, right? So yes, really good medicine. For sure. Yeah. So you really want to pay attention. This is like, I use the analogy of a gear shift. This is really a major gear shift because the quality of Aquarius, where Saturn is, Saturn is the current events marker, shifting from this detached, removed, cerebral idea innovator energy to soulful it's you know how you think about water how big is the ocean oh my gosh Hillary, you're getting me actually excited like i love soulful like i live for soulful i live for meaning and caring and looking out in the world and wanting to make a difference and oh my gosh what you're saying to me is 2023 a lot of people be feeling the same energy i feel all the time like let's be soulful let's care about other people and and exactly. really tune inside to our hearts exactly oh, that is what's good. coming and that's only going to increase you know the first few degrees of a sign it's just like sticking your toe in the water to take the temperature So we're just getting a flavor of it in March, but as the year goes on, and particularly in 2024 and then 25, as it really starts to get going and finish in Pisces, Saturn is going to really, it's heart opening energy. It's about finding a way, you know, Pisces is unity. If I had to reduce it to one word, it's unity, unifying. It's about faith versus fear, reminding everybody fear is false evidence appearing real. So it's about I believe and saying what you believe in. Or if you don't know what you believe in, it is a time to explore soulfully explore. It's a very sacred spiritual time this next two and a half years, beginning in March 23, to explore what you believe and identifying with that. So also, I want to emphasize angels, saints, being an earth angel, how you can help your fellow man or woman, children, elderly, the vulnerable, anybody that needs help. It's about hospitals, prisons, hospice care. It is also about water and music. So we cannot do water and music enough. You want to pay attention to where you are when you're on a body of water. You know, are you walking near a body of water? Are you boating? Are you swimming? And what are your thoughts when you're in near a body of water. Also music, paying attention to lyrics, paying attention to what you're thinking when you listen to a song, paying attention if there are repeating lyrics and how spirit is trying to communicate to you through lyrics, especially a repeating song. What What are those lyrics telling you? This is all coming beginning March of 23. 
throughout 23, all of 24, and well into 25, Saturn and Pisces. So that's the biggest shift because we haven't felt this energy again for 30 years. It takes 30 years for Saturn to go around the chart around the sky. And so anybody born in the mid 90s is going to be having their first Saturn return marker of of responsibility. Then later in March, we Pluto sticks its toe for two and a half months into Aquarius. So Saturn leaves Aquarius, but uh, Pluto, which is about transformation and power and resources, what's underneath the surface goes into Aquarius. So this is just going to give us a peak because it backs out, it reverses gear into Capricorn in June, but there's still some flavor of, oh, what are we doing with technology? How are we using it? And using it for right instead of might, that kind of thing. The last thing that happens in March Mars finally exits Gemini and it goes into the sign of Cancer. So this is at the end of March around the equinox is going to be absolutely lovely because Mars is entering this very nurturing sign of Cancer the Crab, home, family, food, mom, real estate, your house, your ancestors, and it's going to align with Saturn in Pisces. So there's this flow around the end of March, emotional flow, but connectivity to one another that we haven't really felt. So pay attention to that. It looks like a really lovely, especially leading into Easter and Passover at the beginning of April. That looks to be a very lovely time. All right. April, we have clear energy. Again, all the planets are going to be direct from Martin Luther King Day in January, all of February, all of March, and most of April until da, 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 the eclipse on April 20th. And it's in a, the first eclipse of 2023. It's a new moon eclipse. So very important to set your intentions on April 20th. And the very same day, Messenger Mercury, planet of communication, our thoughts, how we think and how we speak, turns reverse gear. So you really want to pay attention to what's going on around April 20th. The second eclipse is going to be May 5th, also in Taurus, that's a full moon lunar eclipse. So now we're into May. And both of these eclipses, the one on April 20th, the new moon eclipse, and the full moon eclipse on May 5th are in Taurus and has to do with uh, resources, values, who and what we value, our skills, the currency of our lives, meaning time, energy, money, talents that we have, skills, 
how we want to invest our ROI, return on investment. What are we getting for our hard earned? It doesn't have to be dollar. It can be, do I want to be spending my time this way? You know, time is money. So all of that, the end of April, beginning of May is really in our consciousness and it sets the stage for this moving into the spring and into the summer. This is really um, exciting, Hillary. I want to just interject, like my, yeah. my book launch for my new book is going to be coming out on April 22nd, which mm-hmm. is Earth Day. And of mm-hmm. course, the message of the book is aligned to Earth. You know, it's inner medicine. And it's all about aligning to earth for the survival of humanity. Because of course, if we're going to survive, we must align to mother earth. We must come back into connection, right? With all of our relations and make decisions from that place. So what I'm hearing you say is like, this is like a perfect little pop. Like there'll be like a couple of days of like review, reassess, you know, reflect, Mm -hmm. go inside. And then this launch of this, we're going to do like a course, a dispatcher with the Caro shamans. So we're going to, we're going to do a prayer for mother earth. So it's like, you're what you, what do you value? Do you value your mother earth? Do you value your body? Do you value this earth experience? Do you value humanity? Do you care about future generations? What are you thinking about? Where is your head? It is perfect because if you think about it, Taurus is the first earth sign in the Zodiac. And I don't know who came up with Earth Day. I was in kindergarten or first grade when there was the first, I'm telling you how old I am. When there was the first, Me too. If you Google how, when was the first Earth Day? When did Earth Day start? It started in the early 70s and whoever was dialed in put it at the very beginning of the sign of Taurus. And Taurus is the first earth energy. Earth is what you can see, feel, touch. Very sensual, very practical, pragmatic. What you plant and sow, you grow. So this is, you know, very fertile time. And um, again, it we have Mercury retrograde from the 20th all the way to May 15th. So rest, restore, read, review, research, again, begin. Get your copy of Inner Medicine and read it. (laughs) Yep, yep, absolutely. And that eclipse on May 5th is a full moon eclipse, as I said, and it's going to be, the full moon will be in Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio is, is, oh, so deep. Talk about that because, oh my goodness, I got Scorpio moon. Yep. So Scorpio is the 180 degree polarity of Taurus. So 180 degrees opposite. They both have to do with money. Earth, Taurus is about show me the money. It is about tangible resources. Scorpio, 180 degrees opposite is yours, mine, and ours. It is shared resources, joint finances. It is about power how, you know, your power, my power, our power, how we use our power. It is about the metaphysical realm, what you can cannot see, feel, or touch, the realm beyond the veil. You might be able to have a vibration or in it is the sign of intuition, but it is the hunches that you get or the repeating messages, you know, a bird feather 
anything like that. It's like looking for the signs around mid-May. I'm sorry, May 5th, when we have this second eclipse and it's the lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So it's also about taxes and you want to make sure as we're going into tax season because that's shared resources. So paying attention to making sure you're all up to speed on your taxes. Then we move into, oh, I do want to mention also paying attention to the stock because these are both the money signs, paying attention to the stock market investments that you have. And last, not least, probably the most important, Scorpio, this full moon Scorpio eclipse on May 5th is about gender and sexuality. So we all know what's been going on in the news regarding the Dobbs decision, regarding transgender, all of these rights, but it's women's rights as well, reproductive rights. All of this is really going to be at play. So there may be, you know, they just passed legislation about same-sex marriage. Again, that's sexuality and the right to yours, mine, and ours, gender, shared power, shared resources. So watch for this continuing theme through mid-May. Okay, I would strongly suggest avoid during from um, April 20th with that first lunar eclipse first solar eclipse, new moon eclipse on April 20th, avoid between April 20th and May 15th, that's almost a full month, signing contracts. And it's not a time you really want to get married. I would strongly recommend getting married either before or after that window. Launching a major business venture Also, booking travel either before April 20th or after May 15th. All right. And then do you want to talk about the rest of the year? Because it's fairly calm comparatively. You know what I think we should do is have you back on. So like... Yeah, there's a lot to cover. We'll talk about June and then we'll have you back on in June to talk about the rest of the year. How's that? Okay, sounds good. So June to wrap up the first six months, there's a major push forward again with the planets after Mercury turns direct on May 15th. So there's again this clear window of energy. So again, June is a very fruitful time. If you're going to be getting married, great time to get married, graduate, launch new ventures in life, The one sticky weekend is Saturday, June 17th. If you're thinking about getting married, Saturn turns retrograde and it is leaning toward an outer planet. So not a huge deal, but that might be one weekend you want to avoid getting married. Now, would that be a good weekend for transformation work? Excellent work for deep dive any kind of deep dive work. Yes. When That's what when our retreat married. is planned for Peru. So that's why there's LC. Perfect. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's really perfect. And then um, Wednesday, June 21st is the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. So 
that is a really strong time. It's the longest day of the year and to make note of it and set intentions around that. Yeah, the biggest light, the most light. And actually, that's why we go at that time of the year to, to the Sacred Valley is because it's such a powerful time of year with the solstice and all the light coming in is supporting us in doing that deep dive, that deep shadow work and transformation work. It's like, I don't know, it's sort of like a, an avalanche of transformation because all you did was show up in the Sacred Valley, which is now the Mecca. Like I heard from somebody else, I, and I haven't read the book yet, but that the spiritual center of, of the planet now shifted from the Himalayas to the Andes Mountains in 2012, right? So that's just amazing. I I was just following my nose, Hillary. <laughs> I yeah, no I, I can't remember if I heard that from you. Or maybe you told me that. I don't know. Well, I or somebody else has that has crossed my radar multiple times that it is now shifting from the Himalayas to the Andes. So it's very strong. And I want to emphasize practicing gratitude around the summer solstice, mm-hmm. June 21st, because with all of the light, we're seen. Everything is seen so clearly. So you want to make sure that you pay attention to your gratitude practice around them. Yeah, because with more like, you know, the shadows get stirred up. And that's why we do transformation that week. Because, because you can really clean out a whole lot of stuff because there's a lot of light to see. And, you know, it's uncomfortable, but you're held in love, right? So what better time yeah. than to excavate your closet anyway? Exactly, exactly. So it's a much different quality to just wrap up as an overview of the first six months. It's really a very different quality and flavor than we've been experiencing in 2022 and even 2021. You know, 2020 through 2022 were really ball busting, excuse the phrase, challenge, super challenging years. And a lot of that had to do with Uranus being in Taurus, going at it with Taskmaster Saturn in Aquarius. These were like two heavyweight boxers in a ring. And if you know your mythology, Saturn gave birth, I believe was the father of Uranus or one or the other. One was the father. I believe Saturn mythologically was the father and Uranus was the son. You know, what do you think? Prodigal son. I'm going to do it my way or the highway. And that's Uranus is the only planet that spins vertically instead of horizontally. It's, you know, I'm going to do it my way, free range. It sounds like my eldest son. Okay. (laughs) So is that energy being tempered now? Because I would really love that if it would temper. Well, they're in their final challenge right now. And if you think about two heavyweight boxers in a ring going at it, they're both in fixed signs. Taurus is the first sign that's fixed, meaning resistance, stubborn. It's got killer stamina, perseverance. But Aquarius is the final fixed sign. And that's about my way or the highway type of thing. And well, that's what I'm that's what I'm receiving right now. So I'm curious about this. Is that so that's going to temper, right? Because we're moving into this beautiful year where we have this heart opening. Correct. So Saturn is moving out of Aquarius and each week in the new year of 2023, 
it's moving further and further away from its battle with Uranus. And then by March, it's totally out of Aquarius. It goes enters this very gentle Neptunian Pisces sign, which is about unity and unifying and reaching across and getting along. And, you know, we're each a drop in the ocean and that's what makes us one. It is about the one consciousness. And so these years, these very challenging years of 2020 through 22, where these titans, Uranus and, and Saturn, were like Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier going at it in a boxing ring. That's why nothing was getting done in Congress either. It's, you know, and it's my way or the highway. And, oh, you're, you vote for that person. I'm on the other side of that issue. That type of thing. It's like, don't even talk to me if you, you know, the red blue issue. It's, it's was so incredibly divisive. And the beginning of 23, you'll see there's this melting. I'm melting. I'm melting. Oh, please let's all melt. There's this melting of real energy that is giving way. And Pisces is about surrender. And surrender has become a very dirty word in our lexicon. We we connote it with losing. But what surrender means is to give way, to make way, to flow and go with the flow. And that's the, if you think about the tide going in and going out or a current in the great metaphor of the river, that's the energy that's really coming in and being allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to flow rather than this fight energy, this fighting boxing energy that's been going on, digging the heels in that's been going on for the past two years. Yeah, that's it's been very intense. I remember last year when you did when you came on and did the um the interview, you were saying that 2022 is going to be like two tigers fighting in the river. It definitely has felt that way. I mean, I am very much surrendered a lot in my life, and so for me, largely it was a good year. I know that other people really struggled, you know, financially, especially in the spiritual sector, like really had a hard time getting people to commit to things and say yes to things and struggled financially. Even big leaders had to come and give packages and give concessions and, you know, do a better job about meeting people where they are. Yeah. A lot of that was going, a lot of humbling going on. Yeah. Um, and for me, I had my own version of humbling, plenty of humbling, but also there was also this way in the humbling where it was like, oh, things are just going to work out. And then just like kind of incredible little, like, here's a refund from the IRS. <laughs> you know, that'll pay for that. You know, it's like just really beautiful out of the, out of the blue, unexpected sort of blessings, you know, right, on my path right. that helped me to keep doing what I'm doing. And, and a big year too, about not taking it personally, just not taking it personally, you know, sort of like my way or the highway thing, people's egos getting up and then deciding to, you know, well, I'm just not going to respond or, you know, whatever is going on for people, right. This kind of egoic, like sort of push. And just right. sitting back and going, okay, you're in your stuff. I'm just going to sit back and just kind of <laughs> take a break from you right now. <laughs> you know, you're in your exactly. shit. Uh, let's just leave you alone. 
So I'm hoping that kind of like ameliorates now because I think I'm more of a Piscean person. I am a cancer, Mm -hmm. but I always choose Pisces partners because I love that energy of Pisces. I love that energy of connection and unity. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's where I'm my happiest is in Pisces, watery, friendly, frolicking, playful energy. That's like my favorite energy. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be like swimming in that for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, it is really nice. a very soulful time. And so you think about all the wonderful incandescent, transcendent, ephemeral, temporal. It's just, it's lovely love. Pisces is lovely energy. And you think about going to a giant stadium concert where everybody's singing the same song. <sighs> and yes. that's. Yeah, that's the the unity energy, really beautiful energy of Pisces. Yeah. Oh, Hillary. Okay. So I'm feeling much better about this now. I was a little dreading. I was like, okay, I'm going to come. I'm going to have Hillary come on and tell us what's next. You know? <laughs> but I was like, oh, man. I mean, <laughs> this last year I came up with this list, the saying like, well, you just have one square centimeter of hope. That's all you need to get through every single day. <laughs> He cut out this like yellow square and posted it. I was like, just one square centimeter of hope today, Carrie. That's all you need to get through this year. And really it's like, we're being refined. I mean, so even in all of the Mm -hmm. 2022 and the challenges I know that everyone's gone through, it's like, wow, I look back and I go, I am so much more clear in myself. I'm so much, my patterns of martyrdom have been exposed again and again and again. My patterns of vindictiveness have been exposed. Like all my little patterns that I thought were done is like, oh, they came up. There they are. There they are. There they are. And I got this chance to refine, you know, and make new choices at a deeper level and really choose who I want to be. And so I am grateful for this year, right? But I'm also like, can I have a break? So it sounds like we're getting a little (laughs) bit of a soothing intermission, you know? Yes. Intermission in the middle of the chaos, like a little time to regroup. Yeah, it's much. (laughs) much gentler, kinder energy for sure coming in spring of 23. And even from MLK weekend, as I said, there it's all planets direct, which is just a wonderful three months of this push forward. So plan like crazy, plot and plan the first two and a half weeks uh, through MLK weekend and take your time setting intentions. And then it's really go time. I love that. You know, Hillary, I I love that I get all these intuitive insights and I don't know all the stuff you know, right? So I just have to like use my pendulum and hope it's accurate. But (laughs) you were talking and I was like, oh, I wonder what she's going to say. Because I got this insight. Okay, plan this. uh, I planned this three-hour workshop on January 7th which is a Saturday afternoon called Bless Your 2023 Intentions. And so it's all about like, what do you really desire from your heart? Like that dreaming, that meditation, that contemplation you were talking about, going inside in your heart in every aspect of your life. What do you actually want to receive? You know yourself so much better now after 2022 and 2020 and 2021. So like, what do you really want? And then, and then I was inspired. No, that's not enough though, Carrie, because they need like some follow-on work in the weeks to come. So I was like, I put together this five-week thing, which I never do. Like I've never done this before. And I was like, oh, they need five weeks to go through and like really assess and really clean and really clear and really align and really plan. And so now I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm like, oh, well, that's because all this astrology stuff <laughs> that I yeah, don't even it, know, it, but like it's influencing my decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Divine timing. 
for sure, divine timing. And that's what astrology really helps people with. It's superpower of astrology is timing. And there's an old phrase in my line of work, millionaires don't use astrologers, billionaires do. And Interesting. Yeah. And it's because when you think about if you know when to hold, when to fold, and when to go for it, that's a huge asset. So consult your astrologer. And, you know, by the way, she's for hire. So you guys, I'll give give you Hillary's website if you want to know when to hold and when to fold and when to, you know, all that. I'll give you her website. And she's also... And I didn't say this, but you guys know already, but I'll tell you again, she's, she's got her own podcast, Mystical Messages. You know, she does monthly astrology forecasts and, and she does interviews. I'm at her show. She interviewed me yep. a while back and hopefully she'll have me back on again about inner medicine. But yes. you know, yeah. Yes. And you published something, The Ring of Truth. Oh, so cool. So you've got a book. I mean, Hillary's amazing. You guys know, you've already heard her. I'll put the link to the last year's forecast so you can, if you didn't get to see it then, you could watch it back and go, oh my God, she was so right on. And then you'll know that this year is also very right on. So, um, Thank you, Gary. Yeah, I wanted to ask you one more question because I'm, you know, while I have an astrologer present. So <laughs> it feels like the other inspiration I got was that 2023 is a year for like this feeling sense that I was getting. And it's like, it's a brand new you. It's almost like this potential for a brand new you, a brand new life. And Mm -hmm. that like, wow, I could start completely over from a blank slate, keeping all my wisdom, but like tossing my suffering. Actually, 2023 could be that year of a brand new you. Is that what you're seeing in the astrology as well? Because I well, just have this feeling that that's what it's. Yes, essential. that is. It's the it's the feeling of emergence. If I had to put a couple words to it, emergence, birthing, because the past two years, twenty twenty through twenty two, was about destruction, deconstruction. That's why there was so much pain, because it was painful. It was like. Everything, all the paradigms, the conditioning, the programming, the norms that we knew that you know ran our lives that we functioned with were disappearing and we, they weren't working anymore. And it was like, well, what? You know, how am I going to make this work now? And so we got the pandemic was really useful. If you think about the silver linings of the pandemic. They fought, at least for the people I know, not just for me, but for all the people in my world, I can't think of very many that really paid too much of a price with the pandemic. They all benefited in some way. And it was because we were forced to redo how we live and approach. So you think about working remotely. I mean, that's just the most obvious example and how that's beneficial to everybody. It's beneficial to the quality of family life and on and on and on. But that it's, if you think about going through a really tight, narrow door or uh, crevice, that's what we were being squeezed through. You know, it was a really, it was just a very difficult time in 2020 through even 21, the end of 21. And so then there was fallout. It's, you know, the deconstruction was going on in 2020 and one, 
And 22 was like, okay, now we've got all the pieces and we're going to have to reassemble them in a way that makes more sense for us. And that's a really heavy soul spiritual lift too. I know a lot of people in 2022 who were like me, who were like told to just be still, do nothing, like just lie there, do nothing, rest, meditate, don't take actions. A lot of people just told to just be still. And I, and I felt so tired in a lot of 2022, just really tired and just needed to rest. And I think it's all that, that inner transformation catching up with us from those, those years. There's that. And there's also the downloads that we're getting subconsciously in our sleep that we're not even aware of consciously, you know, even when we're running around the word being bombarded with data and information. But um, when we're asleep or resting, the amount of integration and processing that is going on, it really requires a significant amount of rest. I need sleep just from my sleep. (laughs) It's so true. Because yeah, the light comes in. There's been some nights where I'm lying there and the light is coming in so hard. It's like there's a light in front of my face. And then I open my eyes, it's dark. I'm like, I yeah. close my eyes and it's like just light everywhere. I'm like, okay, hi, I need to sleep. <laughs> Please do this another time. But I don't know. I just think it's like a flooding in, you know, all these solar flares and everything is just like, the solar man. Flares. Yeah, the solar flares are intense and that really requires people to rest and reset, rebalance, recharge all those RE words. And so, you know, with Mars retrograde, Mars is about action. It's the gas pedal in the Zodiac. And it's been retrograde since the beginning of November, all the way through mid-January. This is not a time to push forward. So. Well, bless your intentions, everybody, and get ready for a whole new 2023. After hearing you, because I did a Black Friday special that I didn't, I, nobody took action on, right? Because it was like, it, the Mars pedal was like, no action today. So <laughs> I think I'll just redo that. So everybody stay tuned, because that'll come back to you. Uh, what is it? Martin Luther King Day? I love MLK. He's like one of my favorite people. So I'll tell you what, guys, look out for it, because I'm going to put it back out as the MLK special. And then you yeah. guys can be part of it. But just know that that includes the brand new you, the bless your intentions thing. So you got to sign up. Okay. MLK. Oh, God. MLK Day. Of course, it goes go time on MLK Day. Think about MLK. Right. Right. Wow. Love in action. There's symbolism. Love everywhere. in action. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm loving this, Hillary. Okay. I'm seeing the plan. I can relax. I trust again. Oh, there is hope. Maybe there's more than one square centimeter. Maybe there's two. (laughs) Uh, There's always hope for sure. Well, thank thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Hillary. So people can, people can book sessions with you, right? Like if they go to your website, they can book a session to see what their particular astrology says. Cause these are highlights for the whole collective. And it it does vary for individuals, like what they're going through. Yes. So my website is hillaryharley.com. Hillary is with one L. So H-I-L-A-R-Y, Harley, like the motorcycle, H-A-R-L-E-Y.com. Beautiful. I will put that in the show notes. Everybody definitely visit Hillary and uh, get your own personalized astrology. 
and sign up for her. She sends out her astrological forecast. So sign up for her list and you'll get on those. You'll receive those every single month. And we're going to give kisses. So here they come, everybody. You want to join me for kisses? Hillary, here they come. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 2023. And we'll see you guys next week on Soul Nectar Show. Bye for now, everyone. If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show. Take a sip from the drip of nectar From the source of who you are Yeah, yeah